friends, and welcome back to the Adventures of Steppers podcast. If you listened this far, we made it through January, and we're now into February, right? Yeah, we're almost through February, actually, by the time you're listening to this. This is episode 22. There's a song I would sing, but my guest has already sung it for me, so... Here we are. Today, I have one of my really close friends who we've been friends for, I can't even count how many years. It's been a very, very, very long time. Maybe she knows closer to when we were started being friends. But I have my friend Holly. Woo! I still need a soundboard. Guys, soundboard. What's happening? But hi, Holly. Hi! You sound so crisp and so clean. Look at you. <laughs> oh, it must Gaming be my... headset. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're, we're pro. <laughs> They're so pro. Well, welcome to the show. It only took us like a year to yeah. make this happen. Thanks for just being patient with me and still having me on. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, you know, some things I forget about and then I'm like, oh, well, I should probably make sure that she's okay. So and here we just, are. It's nice because it's just we have one of those friendships like doesn't matter how many how long time has passed, like we can just jump right back into where we were too. So that's nice. It also is nice because I don't really do anything, so you don't miss much to begin with. So, <laughs> Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you've had a lot of life changes in the past. Who knows? Who knows how long now? But we're both married now. Yeah, <laughs> in the past, we're... like, two, three years? You're two. on, t- yeah. The, you're... We just celebrated our second anniversary in yeah, September. Yeah, so three years, collectively so... three years for us. Yeah. Look at us go. I blinked and she got married and has a house and then sold a house and then moved into a different house and yep. <laughs> there's just so many things happening with her life but on this show we typically like to start and by we I mean me because it's my show um I typically like to start by asking Disney origin stories or universal if they're prevalent but you know we met via Disney things so mm-hmm. I figured you can share your Disney origin story yeah. with the class <laughs> okay well, let's see. Um, I mean, I went to Disney as a kid, just not very often. We traveled a lot as a family, but we like went all over the place. Um, it wasn't until really like maybe mid high school, even after high school, I would say that like we got, I got really into Disney. Of course, like as a kid, I played like VMK and Toontown. So I was like really Classics. into Disney online. <laughs> Classics. <laughs> you know, the free Disney things. <laughs> but uh, like, it's mostly like after high school adult life where you know I actually had some money and would <laughs> rather spend it on Disney things so um yeah movies movies oh obviously love the Disney movies I actually be so proud I just finished all the Marvel movies for the wow. first time yeah for the first time ever I'm very proud of you all honestly. of them like, I watched them all in chronological, whatever, Marvel Universe order, whatever. Still Not really release, understand but the correct them, order. But I really like, I really liked them. They're really good. Um, and which one universe, was your fave? Oh, gosh. Spider-Man will always be my fave. Was obsessed Mood. with this new one that ah, just came out. Didn't I won't see that say one. anything, but I'm just, I'm obsessed. With, like, I seriously want to go see it again. Like, it was so good. But... Spider-Man's always been a fave. Like, loved him as Tobey Maguire. Loved him as Andrew Garfield. Love him. All as the Tom love. Holland. Like, I love him. Um, but 
yeah so that's Disney slash Marvel um we did go to Universal as a kid like I remember distinctly going when I was in middle school but I've gone to the Hollywood one so I've gone to the Hollywood one two or three times have never been to the Florida one yet yet as we're recording this things are in the works guys things are in the works TBD hopefully this year I mean you know it can still happen we have a few billion months left to decide here (laughs) yeah um it's gonna be interesting for you to visit Orlando after just only going to Hollywood because I personally think Hollywood or Hollywood is not as good as Orlando well you know like I've gone to Disneyland and I've gone to Disney World both um and I will say I love both the parks for very different reasons but if I lived halfway in between both parks I would probably say I would go to Disney World over Disneyland partially That's an because, interesting yeah partially because I'm a foodie <laughs> and I love eating around the world at Epcot <laughs> like that's probably like if I retire and have all the money in the world, that's all I ever want to do is I mean, eat around the world. That's a respectful choice. I haven't been to Disneyland yet. Maybe. Uh, ah, we should go. Maybe Come. soon. Let's go. I know, but like with all the things If in I'm the world, traveling across the country to go to Universal with yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you but... can travel across the country to go to Disneyland with Correct. Me. I can. However, California seems to be taking things. It's crazy here. <laughs> that that's, we won't okay, go that's, into it <laughs> so i'm gonna wait for you know the tide to settle before yes, i no, make I, that track i completely agree with that honestly Don't so in cal so she's on the west coast just for the record i just want to let everyone know she's on the west coast you live in the up left middle norcal side. northern okay. california yeah okay, so, so i'm about six to eight hours away from Disneyland, depending on traffic. <laughs> it's usually six hours to get down to Southern California, two hours to sit into LA traffic. <laughs> um, yeah, that I've been to, I've been to California. I just never went to Disneyland. Let's not discuss why that didn't happen. It just <laughs> wasn't a thing. I ended up going to Magic Mountain, Six Flags Magic Mountain instead. Oh, also a great park. Um, I, yeah, I puked. It was great. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, they have some gnarly coasters there. <laughs> I will say my motion sickness is not my friend anymore and I have to use like patches and it's, yeah. it's like a whole experience when it goes comes to theme parks and me like I even wear patches when I go to Hollywood Studios just in case mm. even though the rides are not as you know intense I, st- I just in case you don't want to yeah. ruin your park day because you're motion sick yeah. oh man so we are talking about a really fun topic today <laughs> uh, you know as fun as and it by- can yeah I was gonna honestly it was really sarcastic which is really it's not even funny but it's really interesting because next week when we're when we're recording this next week is actually the anniversary of my dad passing away between me and Holly our conversations are very much mental health focused in terms of like we check in with each other we do things to kind of aid each other's mental health type of thing self-care like holly is my self-care friend (laughs) like when i started this whole workout journey which hopefully i'm still working on by the time this drops but my whole workout journey 
I was like talking to her about it. We were going back and forth. Like it goes physical health, mental health, like just taking care of ourselves. And Holly has done the really brave thing of getting off of social media for the most part. Yeah. It's actually, I've been going real strong. I've been pretty surprised. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I yeah. couldn't do that. I, well, I mean, I probably could. Your business but... is kind of, you got to market yeah. through social. So I get it. I have yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. to market. <laughs> you market yourself and your awesomeness. Um, but I, if you listen to the episode, which would have dropped by now, should have dropped, actually it'll drop this week that we're recording. With uh, Jen and Frank Dillo, I made the decision that I would talk about my loss more, how I'm dealing with it, and all that stuff, because that's originally why I wanted to start this podcast, why I started my blog, all the stuff. And last year, I I don't know if I made a conscious like decision to kind of just shy away from it, but I didn't really talk about it. I didn't really showcase what I wanted to showcase. Like I posted pictures of me and him, like, you know, I miss you posts and stuff like that, but it wasn't as like, uh, open, honest, raw type of stuff. And that's kind of what it is. I mean, I got married in December again. Well, I got married in December of 2021 (laughs) and then I got married in August of 2020 and he wasn't there for either of those. So with all these you know, adulthood milestones. I'm just like, this is a little rough. I just, Holly's the type of person I can have these conversations with. And like, she gets it in, you know, a way, in her own way. She understands. Yeah. You're sweet. <sighs> I, it's not funny, but <laughs> I just celebrated, not celebrated, but <laughs> it was the- well. you know, it was the anniversary of the passing of my sister last Sunday so the day after Christmas um so it's kind of interesting how ours are kind of like two weeks within each other so I think maybe that's probably why we're so in tune with each other during this year Mm -hmm. besides the fact that like holidays just happened and everything like that but you're really sweet because I think you do a way better job of checking in with me than I do with you but well so this is my thing or something that I've noticed at least with myself so my dad passed in 2013 which was my senior year of high school I've been doing <laughs> I've been doing this a lot longer than you have and <laughs> sister dad isn't the same right but it's it I'd like to say like the the impact that a sister has and an impact that a dad has is you know more or less the same because they're family and they're close family in that respect so I just like to check in on you because I know how hard it can be you know what I mean yeah yeah um I don't know if you want to talk about how she passed um or how long ago it's been how long now two years yeah so 2019 everything happened really fast I'll just kind of keep it very general um Mm -hmm everything really happened the year of 2019. Like she found out that she had a brain tumor like that spring and came home and was doing radiation and chemo and or she was doing, yeah, one or the other radiation throughout the summer. And like, she was in the clear, Kyle and I got married. And then like literally like the week or two after like everything started going downhill from there. So like fall of 2019 it it was just trying to figure out like what was going on blah 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 blah. everything was really up in the air and I guess like she had 
Oh gosh, I don't know the correct medical term. I know it's like it's a okay. It's like a glioblastoma, something rather. Um, Sounds right. Sounds like something yeah. I, I heard in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, everyone that ha- was familiar with the term, they're like, "Oh, it's benign. It's like you know, it's very common that's benign." Yeah, hers was not. <laughs> um, and you know, she ended up back in the hospital beginning of December, and then never came out. And uh, really it was you know she was doing all the right things of radiation and chemo and uh it really ended up coming down to sepsis is what it was it's and that's, just that's that that's the hardest part it's like when people are like oh she passed from cancer it's like in a sense she passed but, from complications of cancer yeah so that's so that's i there's a line there. So my dad, for those who don't know, the whole point, I guess I didn't really even preface this on my podcast. I like kind of did in my intro and then I never talked about it ever again. So my dad was a great man, first off, obviously, because, you know, I came out of it. So we're all, you know, but he used to take us on family trips to Universal every year, maybe sometimes twice or three times a year. So he loved Harry Potter. He couldn't ride any rides, really. He rode the simulators like Despicable Me and Shrek and stuff, but he didn't really ride rides because he had motion sickness, who I'm sure that's who I got it from. And I started this pod to kind of have conversations with my friends and, and in a way tell him about my friends, if that makes any sense. I just never say that, but it's more like me getting, you know, sharing the world you know, sharing with the world, my friends and all how awesome they are, but really just kind of, it's more like talking to him. Um, and his, his like situation was kind of similar to yours, except when it's your dad or your parent, they like to downplay Mm -hmm. (laughs) like how serious things are. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he did until I realized how bad it was. And I realized how like how long it was progressing and how much time we didn't really have so he when my parents are divorced you guys are going to get my life story in this episode (laughs) my parents are divorced so it was you know every other weekend type of thing and then holidays they would kind of split it so with school breaks you would get two weeks off one parent would get one week, the other parent would get the other week. And then Thanksgiving would, I think Thanksgiving switched every other year. So Thanksgiving that year was, or what year would it have been? 2012 Thanksgiving was with my mom. And I came, and I think my dad thought he had the flu or something. Came back from Thanksgiving. And I believe he said that he was fine and he went to the doctor and whatever. And then a couple of weeks went by. And he went to the doctor again and it was cancer. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? And then we, I don't even remember. I'm, I'm assuming this is after Christmas or maybe it was right before Christmas. It might've been around my grandma's birthday. So like the second week of December, something around there. And I took him to a doctor's appointment and by I took him, I mean, I went with him to a doctor's appointment because mm-hmm. his car is stick and I still can't drive stick. And his doctor was like, your numbers, I think it was like his liver or something. His numbers were just not good. He needed to go to the ER. So we, 
I don't know why, but we went to the University of Miami, the hospital down there. Don't I they I think they were good with cancer or something. I don't really know. And I think he left once and then he went back and that was it. They started like he he was given chemo while he was at UM the second time and he didn't even get a full thing of chemo and that's what did him in which sucks because it's terrifying like it's literally yeah like you don't know because I've had friends who get through chemo who get through radiation and I'm like y'all are young and like like why couldn't he make it or why wasn't he strong enough or, like right. it, it's it's like just many were, things like, like they're both like healthy people and so it, that's it's just frustrating because it's like where did we go wrong kind of thing you know like yeah 100 like percent. you were healthy and then all of a sudden it's like gone oh okay that's not cool thanks for that <laughs> yeah and I don't know if it makes me feel better knowing that he was sick I think it's it I think it's the hope that you hold on to mm-hmm. while they're you know going through this that you're like oh yeah they'll be fine like, I was also, like, a naive senior in high school. Like, honestly, let's be honest, people. Mm. I was more worried about prom <laughs> and, like, whatever event was going well, on. And I'm sure, too, like, you know, at the time, I'm sure he was trying to redirect your focus, too, at that time. Like, oh, 100%. You know, like, don't focus on me. <laughs> let's focus on, like, you finishing out high school and, like, your plans for that. And, you know, so I'm sure – I don't think you were naive. I think he was just doing his job as a dad to redirect your focus from negative things. Yeah, and I – so I was really active in high school. Like, I did a lot of extracurriculars. And at the time, I guess I didn't really – I don't know if he even realized it, but I want to say he did – But when I was younger, he used to leave like little note cards in my drawers each day when I got ready. And he hadn't done that in in a very, very, very long time. And he packed us lunches. And that day, not the day that he passed, but like I had a really important like showcase that I was like in charge of for drama. And I really wanted him to come because I made like a PSA video on like anti-bullying And I wanted him to see like how I edited it and I filmed it and all that stuff. And in my lunch on like a paper towel, which I still have to this day, um, he wrote, you know, sorry, I couldn't make it. I didn't want to disappoint you. And I don't know if he, if that was his way of telling me like, it's a lot worse than it is or like (laughs) he just was feeling sentimental. I feel like he knew it was, it was as bad as it was, Mm -hmm. but I will say I went through that whole experience with, I think, three, at the beginning, three people knowing. And I just want to say to you, Kyle is a godsend. Like, you're you're very close (laughs) with your family, but it's very different. It's like a very different situation because your family is going through it too. Not that Kyle isn't, but like you have that. Yeah, that's what, yeah, no, that's what was kind of tough is like Kyle knew my sister because we dated we were friends like throughout high school and we dated in high school and whatnot so he knew my sister for half of half of her life yeah which is like nuts to think about um and so like he was grieving 
he it's interesting he was funny he was like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be grieving as I lost her as a friend as I lost her as like family like I don't I don't know so it's interesting he would never come on the podcast but it's very (laughs) it's very interesting hearing his side of grieving because it's so different I mean everyone's grieving story is so different but 100% um but yeah no he's he's been incredibly supportive through for me and my parents and um, my siblings and everything like that so he's just awesome I know (laughs) (laughs) because I I didn't have Jackson back then I was dating someone um but when you I'm going to generalize in in your case (laughs) this doesn't pertain to you but when you're in high school mm-hmm. unless you have a miracle high school sweetheart and it works out <laughs> and you get married you go through some duds yeah and I was dating someone for two two and a half years and it I didn't realize how not great of a relationship it was until my dad passed and then I was like I it showed how much I wasn't really in the relationship mm-hmm. And how much the relationship just wasn't for me. So I, I mean. Well, I think too, you just had this traumatic experience in your life. And like, I mean, like, I'll be honest, like after it all happened, I pushed Kyle away, you know? So like, I think it's kind of natural to just be like, I'm not into this. Like, like we basically, I basically tell people like, we did not have the honeymoon phase like in our marriage, like, cause it was all hospitals and then grieving. Like, I really feel like this year, 2022 has been kind of our redemption year of like, okay, we can now focus on our marriage now, now that I'm somewhat emotionally a little bit more stable than I was back then. So, I mean, I'm not trying to take away from, you know, your, your, your relationship back then, but I think it does wake up your eyes a little bit or like open your eyes a little bit and in the sense where it's like yeah I don't I don't need anyone or I'm the kind of person at least that is like I don't need anyone yeah let me push everyone away and luckily some people will stick around (laughs) yeah actually now that I think about it I think it was like uh, it was genuinely like a handful of people that knew um my best friend was in college already so he was in St. Augustine and then I had two other close friends and then my boyfriend at the time that knew and I was still going to school no one knew anything I was still uh what else to say I was still doing my extracurriculars and then at some point someone I still I don't even think to this day I knew who it was at some point someone said something to like a counselor or a teacher And then I was going to the trust counselor like every week or every day. And I was just like, oh, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really all right. We're putting attention on this now. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, I love the people at my high school because I was super close with all of them. A lot of them knew my dad because he worked at my high school before like years and years and years ago, Mm -hmm. back in the olden days. I just didn't, I didn't think I took his, his cancer seriously and I don't think I mean obviously now that you're older and you you like have your own life and can really reflect on it you really nitpick at everything like oh I should have did like I should have done this that day or I should have did whatever whatever (laughs) 
And I do that to myself all the time, especially around this time of year. I'm sure you have, you know, whatever, whatever it might be as small or as big, but I'm sure you have things that um, are like Kyle and I, we were on our honeymoon when it happened. See, and I remember like the entire month, like we were debating, like going back and forth, like, do we go? Do we not go? Because we were going to Disney World and then a Disney cruise for the honeymoon. So we were going across the country and then on a boat in the ocean. And um, like the whole time, like we were going back and forth with it. And I remember talking to my sister the day before I left and was like, you sure you really want me to go? And I was like, I really like, we seriously have no issue, like not going. And she was like, you're going to regret it if you don't. Like, we all need to just live our lives normal, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay. I was like, I'll get you, I'll get you something. <laughs> and um, so I know people say like, don't regret going on your honeymoon. But like, how can I not think back and be like, we should not have gone? Like, you know? Well, <clears throat> true. But also people would say, how are you supposed to know? Yeah, it's true because she was she was getting better, but you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't go, and then she's fine. You know what I mean? Or you do go. You know, there's just no way to really tell. But I was there's a there's a lot of should haves, could haves, would have, what ifs, a lot of those things. You know, in hindsight, and yeah, and then to this day, I was don't even know why I wasn't even that smart in science, especially, but I was part of the Science National Honor Society. And there was a meeting and I don't even know the context because it was so long ago, but I, I guess I got him a sweater or I had made a comment because the last thing that I had from him was a text message saying I'm cold. And then later that day was when he coded or or something and he was having a bunch of issues and that was the last thing i i had from him in terms of like communication and then i don't i somehow ended up getting him a sweater from the national science national honor society that he was cremated with and i think it was because i said to somebody oh like like he told me he was cold i should have brought him a sweater type of thing but i didn't text him back and to this day biggest regret did not did not text him back at all because he was fine until probably or like quote unquote fine. But he was not in the state he was when I got there Yeah. until about halfway through the day. I was like, oh, I'll see him later. Yeah. yeah. And I think that and I, that sits with me to this day. And I know people are like, oh, well, you couldn't have known. Right. Yeah. It's like how like, many of us actually text our parents back right away? You know? Um, <laughs> literally not me I mean like and- I definitely don't unfortunately like I wish I don't know because like or just in general not even my parents just in general it's like I see a text and it's like I will respond to that later because I'm in the middle of something now you know so I get that and I just I don't know I genuinely don't even know if I responded if that would have changed anything either right. you know yeah, it's exactly. just yeah it was just hard and when you're a kid and you just want to do kid things the rest of my senior year was honestly a blur my high school like the the office tea what are they called like the office staff they saved money for me to go to a grad bash because i wasn't gonna go because i was like i i know i just what do you mean that's nice yeah 
um, my math teacher came and brought me like got me pizza after my first car accident because oh, my my high like my high school is right down the road and like yeah. I literally got into a car accident in the car that my dad got me for Christmas like the month before yeah and it wasn't even my fault but I got pushed into a wood chipper and it was like this whole thing it was just <laughs> it was just like not a good experience and then my best friend surprised me I th- what was it like the weekend after or what whenever it was but he surprised me from St. Augustine so and then it's like your parents are divorced so then you have to deal yeah. with the house and the yeah. bills and the you know and you know we didn't even tell my mom until he was already gone we didn't even tell her she was sick or he was sick wow which in retrospect I'm not really sure how that would have affected anything but it was more like I didn't want to have to stay with her when I lived down the road yeah. from yeah. school and all that it's just tough honestly like even how many years nine I'm already a nine I've gotten to the point where I can have these conversations but that doesn't necessarily take any of the pain that that like the whole experience has brought me I have two pictures which I would have posted by now because I'm probably going to post them next week um, on the anniversary but what at our wedding I did reserved seats and I made these acrylic like plaque things I don't plaque is a very like and like really fancy word but I put a picture of him. I did three. I did a picture of him, a picture of, you know, his mom and a picture of his dad because they all passed by this time. So my dad passed in 2013, his mom passed in 2016, and then my, uh, then his dad passed in 2018. Not that their deaths didn't hold more weight because I was also taking care of my grandpa by the time that he, I think he fell or he got sick or something to that effect. And I was on the other coast. Like I was in Fort Myers and he was in West Palm Beach and I was driving Mm. two hours back and forth, just making sure he's okay. And I was like, listen, Mm. I don't mind driving back and forth, but can you please get life alert? Because (laughs) I literally can't. And I swear he used the life alert, I think once (laughs) or twice. So that helps. It just, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think I, I've done anything to kind of not cope, but I mean, essentially cope, except for creating the blog last year and then doing this podcast now. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just to fill a void or is it like, I don't, I don't know. It's more than I've done. So (laughs) I think you're in a good place. And I think that's great that I think it's all about, you know, honoring and um, finding ways to kind of still like take day you know do day by day kind of thing however that may look like so but what do you do you say you don't you know more than you do but what (laughs) you know what I mean I mean it's only been two years for you so it's like yeah I mean we I do wear a lily necklace every day so like I'm wearing this has like a lily little lily flower on it um so I wear that every day my sisters and I because I have so I have three younger sisters and she's the one that's right after me um but we all have like matching Pura Vida bracelets and anklets that we all wear together. So I wear that every day or I'll at least have it in my car. Um, but like, I don't know, like for her birthday, I just try and, you know, do something on her birthday that she would love. So like the first year for her birthday. Um, so last, was it last year? Maybe 2020. It would have been 2020 actually. 
um, right, it was because it was right before COVID. Um, we went to a taping of the Kelly Clarkson show because Kelly Clarkson was her absolute most favorite person ever. Um, so it was doing that for her birthday, like in honor of her. And then last year for her birthday, we went to Disney World as a family and kind of like did Disney World as a family for her. And this year, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm thinking it'll be more along the lines of like inviting a lot of her friends um, and just like having a game night or a dinner, something kind of low key. But I know that a lot of her friends have like reached out to me or reached out to my parents, especially in this past year and have actually been having a really hard time. And it's, I don't know. So it's really just kind of like talking with others that are also still struggling. It also helps me feel like, you know, she's still present in our lives kind of thing. But as far as like do actually doing anything, that's pretty much it. I do, you know, every trip that I do, I get like a little pin for her or, you know, like a souvenir. And I have like a little pin board that I'll post up, but that's pretty much it. I haven't really done any of like the, I don't know what you call it, but like counseling steps, you know, that people are like, you should go to counseling. You should go to support groups. You should try journaling. You should try much. Okay. Thank you. I've done all that. <laughs> I genuinely, none of that helped me. No. Absolutely none of that I've helped I've tried, me. you know, and I'm not trying to take away from therapy because I think it's a great resource. You know, it's just, it's not for everyone. So I don't nope. know. It's just trying to do something every day to distract myself. But, you know, on her birthday, I do try and make that day special, whether it's like eating her favorite foods or being with, you know, people that she loved kind of thing. I think that that, which I, I obviously like, I know Holly, but mm-hmm. other people who don't know, I think it's a beautiful thing that her friends not only reach out to you because you're like a sibling, so that's more accessible, but they, mm-hmm. you know, they reach out to your parents and the oh fact gosh, that they like still, I don't think people realize like the friend aspect. Yeah. Like I have one of my dad's friends. Uh, it took me a very, very, very long time to track down his number and everything mm-hmm. because we canceled his phone and mm-hmm. I just – it the phone was the hardest thing for me. The phone was definitely one of the oh, hardest yeah. things. Um, I do find myself texting his number. Like I still have his phone number saved. Like I can't oh, – yeah, I can't bring I. myself to delete that. Yeah. But I've texted his friends. They check in. Two of his friends, or technically three, because it's a couple and another person, um, they came to my wedding. It's, I mean, one of them has, like, his photo on their mantle in their house. Like, it's hard for the family, but these people also, like, communicate with other people. And I think that even I forget that because, I, I mean, I just don't. Like they, I didn't have direct contact with them. Like it was more like I would see them when we went out with my dad or, or stuff like that. But another one of his friends follows me on Instagram and checks in on me. Another one just kind of texts me like, oh, I hope you had a great holiday type of thing. It's honestly really awesome to see that like they still miss him and they still think about him. Mostly because I, I didn't realize like how much he really talked to his friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So well, it's I interesting. Think that's awesome. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of we laugh like as a family 
like growing up, like Lily was, I was not very close with my sister. That's a whole other like sort of guilt thing too that plays along with it. But like, she was very like, she put friends first before family kind of thing. And we always like kind of joked about it, but it's like seeing now how many people she's touched and like how now they have reached out to our family in that sense like I was just thinking last night like holy cow like my sister had such a big heart and even though like us as our family didn't see it (laughs) uh like her big heart definitely like impacted so many people like friend wise so I think it's really interesting but yeah no you're right like people kind of forget about friends and people kind of forget about like sibling lots too can I just touch on that like like, yeah you can you touch on it (laughs) like again not taking anything away from anyone's loss but you know very commonly people talk about child loss parent loss grandparent loss pet loss whatever there are not a lot of resources when it comes to sibling loss I've looked <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's been kind of frustrating. And, you know, and I've even seen like friend loss, even, you know, it's not, it's just not touched about. And it, I found that really interesting because even like when people come and talk to me, they're like the first thing they ask, even before, how are you? It's how are your parents doing? Which is fine. Like, please check in on my parents. They need it. <laughs> like, but also at the same time, like, I just lost a sister. Like, does that not mean anything to anyone? Like, I will do you say, realize that relationship? Like, I know, like, yeah. my sister and I did not have a great relationship, but like, it's still like I spent 23 years of my life with her, <laughs> stuck with her. So, like, <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Like, your mom gives, well, in most generalized cases, your mom gives birth, your dad, like a product of your parents, but they don't realize like typically like you'll share a room or you'll share experience. Like you're closer in age with your sibling than you are with your parents. I thought about it. I don't even remember when I thought about this, but I was thinking about it and I trying to think of the best way to put this, (laughs) looked at how I was dealing with the loss of Mm -hmm. our dad. Mm-hmm. Versus how my brother was dealing with the loss of our dad. Very, very different situations. Oh, Everyone's yeah. grief is different, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, genuinely no one talks about if you lose, like, what if you lose some, like, a friend is one thing. Like, right. it's tragic. But you don't share the same blood. <laughs> like, yeah, no one and talks again, about it. Not You're taking like, away from friend loss at all because I've seen my sister's friends grieving and like I, it, it's a real thing. Like I get it. But yeah, but like when you share blood with someone and it doesn't seem to hold as high of a yeah. as high of a thing, you know what I mean? Like even if you're not close, though. I mean, unless you're not talking and you're like, you know, well, there's like ca- we caveats at, to these stories. No, but, we were at a point like that in our life, but you know, that's besides the point. Yeah, but you still talked for you know briefly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> st- okay, it's still something though. I get. Yeah, you know I what know. I mean? I'm downplaying it, I guess. <laughs> you, you are. You're as we like to call in our in our little circle. You're dillowing it, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, it's, no, just, it's just I don't know. That's where I did find, like, I didn't have Instagram before uh, she passed. Like, 
I was, I had only had Facebook and after she passed like that, I guess actually that goes back to your question. That was kind of like what I did um, to kind of help cope is I downloaded Instagram again and was starting to post how I was feeling and kind of doing it as like an online journaling kind of thing until it got to a point where I was like, yeah, I don't feel like sharing this anymore. <laughs> but I mean, it's hard to share. It is. And it's not that like, you're not allowed to share. It's just, I just, I, I don't know. I did it for a year and I was like, all right, I'm at a point now that this is, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where it's, where it's like you, where it's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore, or I'm just going to put a pause on it or whatever. But I did, however, find a lot of good resources for grief, like on Insta and Reddit and all that kind of stuff where I probably would not have found because sibling loss isn't talked about. <laughs> Reddit is a great resource for many things. Oh, if yeah. you don't go on Reddit, you know, maybe, maybe dive in, take the plunge. It. It's great. It's a, it's a deep web of, of things. You could literally find anything. <laughs> Honestly, if I have a problem, you'll Reddit. What's my problem? Yes. Define it for me. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wrote half my history essays from See that? answers on Reddit. <laughs> I just, and I'm honestly, it, it hurts. Not that I really, what's the word used resources much. That just wasn't the way I could deal with it. But the fact that there wasn't really even options for you breaks my heart because I know that it's like, it is a thing and well, I'm sure plenty of people go through it in the world. Right. Like I, yeah, it, you know, cause like the hospital will give pamphlets on you just lost a child. You just lost a parent. I don't think there's one for siblings that, or I just never got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think there really is one. And I don't, I don't know why that is because I don't, I'm not in that industry, but I don't even think shows like um, TV shows or movies. I don't really know if they even really talk about it. I'm trying to think of like shows with loss in it. And I don't think that they shine a spotlight enough on the siblings at all. I know one movie. Brother Bear. Uh, I know no. two movies. <laughs> that was, was the first thinking, one that popped to mind. <laughs> my first one was Cyberbully. I know that that was a, that's a very intense movie. Oh, and man, I have discretion is advised. in so long. Yeah, that was the first thing that popped into my head because I was just thinking about loss. I don't think I think they touched on the brother a little bit but I don't really think that it was really touched upon so media people can we can can something change no yeah. no one in media is really going to listen to this but well and like that's kind of why when you started your podcast remember I had reached out and was like I want to eventually do something like this I think it's important that we talk about all different kinds of loss because whether it works for you or not and it'll pro it's probably going to be for my benefit. I would love to eventually, when I have more time in my life, so TBD, wait for us people, like I would love to start a podcast about like talking through grief, whether it's with a parent, whether it's your grandparent, your dog, your hamster, your sibling, like whatever it is, I would love to like eventually talk about or have that resource out there for people to listen to because I think it is important because it's not easy so no it's not I mean yeah. for some people maybe maybe there are some people that just deal with it better than others 
there, no kudos shade, no shame. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> kudos, envy that. But I, there's something to be said about like communities that have dealt with loss. Like I just, I genuinely just maybe a few days ago joined a Facebook group and it's, I'm honestly going to pull up the um, description of the page and it's called beyond the fifth stage, which honestly, that's a really great title for your Facebook group. So <laughs> I really like that. She pretty much has the description as to serve as a resource to those who have dealt with grief or loss and want to be within a community of people who have been through similar events. And it's kind of just like a group to lift each other up and support each other and all that stuff. Um, we are all aware of the five stages of grief, but what comes after? And this is kind of like uh, a, not an in-between because I don't ever, I genuinely don't believe that anyone ever becomes okay. Like, mm -hmm. Sure, if you lose your husband or your wife or your, you know what I mean? Like, you can eventually maybe feel ready to move on. That's fine and dandy. But I don't think that you ever recover from the loss, you know? Yeah. I, like, you still, that person still holds a place in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I support this podcast situation that you want to do. <laughs> and if you want help, you know, I'm always here. Yeah, stay tuned, people. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I just, I think, and I, and I know that we've had conversations offline, but... I think you've hit a point, and I don't know what goes on in your head. So I'm completely <laughs> way off base. Just say, mm, probably not. But I think we, you've gotten to a point where the waves will hit and you just don't know how long you can ride it for type of thing. Like, Wow, look at that. Like, look at that. That was a pretty good, like, very little, good analogy. <laughs> that was really, I thought that was good. I think that that's where you're at. And honestly, you're like, it took me a long while. And honestly, looking back, the behaviors that I, hmm, the way that I acted for probably the first four to five years, it shows that it was me grieving in a way I like I thought that I was over it but really it was a means of distraction from what I was actually feeling because let me tell you <laughs> I did not make great decisions like I didn't do I mean anyone who does this I'm not shaming you I didn't like heavy drug abuse heavy alcohol abuse like I wasn't doing any of that my vices were more like people related like I would just surround myself with so many people and like you know, do things that aren't really me now. Like, honest, I don't go outside. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this, I genuinely don't go out. I, I'm not. That's why she's so pale. <laughs> accurate. Love you. <laughs> but that's also accurate. I don't really go outside. I'm not a huge, like, people person. I like my close circle of friends. I don't need, like, 10,000 if, if I'm hanging out with people, typically, I'd rather host them at my house than me have to get ready and go somewhere. That's just me. And I was looking for anyone to be my friend. I was trying to talk to every boy in the book. Like, it just, it wasn't healthy. Steffers understands it was not a healthy situation now that I reflect on it. And maybe even eating, honestly, I think I just ate a lot I mean I still eat a lot but like I don't think I was very like aware of what I was doing yeah so, I, def I definitely took a break from being mindful of what I was putting in my body for sure 
but I think that that's just how we cope. And I, I think you will keep riding these waves because the waves will come. And honestly, especially if you're still feeling the like any sort of guilt or regret, I, th- I feel that guilt and regret are the feelings that stay with you the longest. At some point, the, the flip side of the coin that's like, like you, you would have never known type of thing. That'll make sense. It mm-hmm. won't make you, it won't make you like, oh, like, you know, I'm magically feeling okay. But it'll make sense enough for you're just like you acknowledge it and you can kind of ride the wave until it's done and then you're good to go. And by good to go, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's a very much don't rush yourself. Don't you just gotta find things that work for you. Video games, I suggest video games. Those are fun, yeah. especially when you can if you like racing games, just driving and like running into things <laughs> is pretty fun. I definitely um, got really into grand theft auto see? <laughs> for last year see, it's just got i think it's really just, into it <laughs> sometimes distractions help heal you and other times like there's a fine line between helping you heal and like helping you ignore oh yeah and i you genuinely people have to be i don't want to i don't want to sound cliche but people have to be ready to let the light shine in and honestly it takes a lot of people a lot of time to to do that and yeah it is what it is honestly you do what you gotta do friends <laughs> that's why friends like you are are so great because the people that do check in that have stuck around like I just want to give like a huge kudos to those people because a lot like I have very few friends that are like in my inner circle that have like stuck around who will check in periodically, you know, genuine, genuinely, and, you know, will still invite me like, hey, if you want to come over for dinner, like you're still more than welcome to, or hey, if you want to come to game night, like you guys are more than welcome to, like no pressure whatsoever. Like it's important just to like keep things rolling. So I just want to put this out there for people who have a friend or know someone and like something that I, at least for me, did not help or didn't maybe not help is not a good way to put it, but it just didn't feel beneficial to the situation. I genuinely did not like it when people said, I'm sorry. Oh gosh. Yeah. Don't even get me started. I, I, And I know that it comes from a place of like, we're in this situation and I don't necessarily know how to navigate it, but I want you to know, Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe even I'm thinking of you would have been better than I'm sorry Mm -hmm. because there's just, just for me, I mean, um, obviously for probably Holly too, but I think that society, sorry to generalize you society, but we do have these like it's not like trigger words but it's like just it it just comes out kind of thing where it's like hey how are you I hate that question do not ask me how I'm doing the answer will always be sucky like (laughs) I don't like do you want me to tell you that I'm not great because like I'm not great like yeah that takes me a really long time for me to get there and I think the I'm sorry is another one that is just habit habitual like it's habitual like it's just like just the societal hey, norm at this point that's what it is a societal norm that's what it is and I know that I actually have it actually just happened to me 
and I <laughs> had called Kyle right after and I was like I'm the worst person I just did the one thing I said I would never do like I just had like someone had lost someone and the first time I saw them back at work I was like hey how are you and I was like oh my gosh I am so sorry I did not mean to say that I was like I don't I don't and then I was stumbling and then I oh god I felt so terrible <laughs> for even saying that so I understand I understand that it's a habit I understand that it just comes out kind of thing my responses to people like even when I text you because like I just I it, I just know yeah. I go checking in. That's what yeah. I say. I don't, yeah. I don't ask how you are because right. I already know the answer. It's more like what, <laughs> what has been, been happening? Right. Like what, like specifics? I uh, my have friend, turned it to uh-huh. tell me, tell me something about your day. Yeah. Hey, how's see, it going? Tell us something about your day. Even then I just said, how's it going? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it. I mean, how are you? Like, it's such a generalized, like greeting that like mm-hmm. it, that one's a little bit harder to, to push. But like my friend just lost his um, dog and he posted about it and I just, I got into the habit. I will put a heart before I put Mm -hmm. like, I'm so, I just genuinely do not care for that term because Mm -hmm. there's nothing for you to be sorry for if it was not in your control. Right. It's just the way it is. Like I get it. It's not the, it's not necessarily the person's fault, but I'm just saying that for anyone who knows somebody or, you know, for me personally, I'm sorry doesn't aid the situation. No. Maybe try thinking of you. Heart. I like that. Or, you know. I like your checking in one because it's like, even if like, like let's say, not that you move past grief ever, but like let's say they're having like a good day, even if it's they receive that checking in text, it's like I can respond with today was a good day, you know? Like, this is what happened today. It's not necessarily where it's like when someone asks me like, hey, how are you doing? Now I have to sit back and reflect (laughs) and be like, how am I feeling truly? And do I really want to burden this person with the actual answer? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just feel like how are you is a very loaded question. Like checking in, it's like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing today? Yeah, that's really what I go for. Honestly, I do that. I do checking in. For anyone I haven't talked to in a little bit or I don't talk to every day, I do it like family, like friends of the family or family members, I'll do it that way. Mm -hmm. It's just my way of saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. I hope you're okay. But if you're not, let me know what's going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's really as far as I I go with it. My question that I was going to ask you before I went on my Mm -hmm. I'm sorry tangent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Say you were going to be a resource or tell someone about a resource Mm -hmm. to kind of cope, what would you suggest for someone just in terms of, because you said therapy didn't necessarily help you. There's not many resources for sibling loss, but what, what would you suggest or something that's definitely acted as a distraction or kind of helped you navigate in some direction, whether that's made you super sad or, you know, helped you <laughs> in some yeah. way. Like try and process yeah. the situation, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> if anything at this point. I, I was going to say, I probably haven't done much to actually process anything, honestly, which is probably not a step in the right direction, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone takes steps I, in whatever direction. So I it's mostly okay. have just been like distracting myself, you know, like I, and just 
being more in tune with myself, I would say, like, say, like seeing what I can and can't handle in the sense that like, I don't know, just finding what, you know, would like for work, what works best for me. I will say like, I took the week off work that the week of her passing anniversary. And I still to this day, can't really tell if it was good for me or if it was a mistake because I didn't have the same distractions as I usually do in my daily life with work because I my work is so fast paced that it keeps me busy throughout the day or if I needed that week to actually like rest and be more in tune with my body still trying to figure that out but I guess resource wise I guess really the only best thing is just talking with people like I said having that inner circle of people that you can really be open and honest with that are willing to listen and help guide you and help process what you may be feeling is really important. One of my best friends, she checks in on me regularly and she, you know, like Christmas morning, I kind of had a really tough time and I was actually in Hawaii and ended up flying home that day because of my breakdown. And I had like FaceTimed her and was talking with her I was just like I don't know what I'm supposed to feel right now like I don't know what's happening or why this is happening I can I can guess but um you know just having someone to help process like what you're feeling and just kind of to validate what you're feeling or just tell you like it's okay that you're feeling this way and you do a really good job of doing that (laughs) too you had checked in on me actually a couple of days afterwards just to like validate what I was feeling (laughs) and I think that's what's most important now if anything if you don't want to do therapy if you don't want to read books if you don't want to like join a support group or whatever totally fine but have at least one person that you can trust that will check in on you regularly to like help process whatever it is that you're feeling not just check in but like actually is willing to sit with you and either just sit with you or you know if you feel like talking to like talk things out kind of thing I think that's if anything it's the cheapest form of therapy (laughs) I agree with that and I just could go back to your other point figuring out what and this for lack of a better word triggers you and triggers like you not feeling okay I think that is a very healthy thing I think that in that respect you did a very good like I think that's a step in the right direction in terms of just knowing what your limit is or figuring out how yeah, to... it was interesting because it was like like I said I was in Hawaii I was supposed to be there for a week and I made it two days <laughs> and but I knew like that morning that I woke up I was like I need to go home like now, like otherwise, one, I'm not going to be enjoying myself here. Two, I'm going to bring down other people around me. Like I need to go home and do what I need to do. And it was interesting um, because the next day was the anniversary of my sister passing. And we had some friends that invited my husband and I out for dinner. And it was interesting because I was like, I feel like I need to be in bed all day to like grieve but at the same time like I want to still be able to like go out and like have dinner with like with our friends and stuff so I think is really just like listening to your body because my husband was like we can do whatever you want to do I don't have to go you don't have to go if you want to stay in bed all day that's fine if you want to just be at home that's fine like 
listen to your body. And again, one of my friends was telling me like, it's okay to go out and do things and it's okay to stay in bed all day. Like you can do both. So that's what I did. I stayed in bed all day until dinner. (laughs) And then I went out with friends that were gracious enough to distract us from kind of a terrible day. So it worked out. See that? Find your people and do what you want. Yeah. Find your people and just be in tune with your body, which I think uh, generally is hard for most people to do. I think everyone to this day, like not even grief related is learning how to be in tune with their bodies. Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) Self-care means multiple (laughs) things. So go, go do that. Um, Holly, thanks for talking about really uh, yeah. sensitive things. Always, always. It's tough. It's yeah. tough, but I feel like the more conversations are had about it, maybe people will resonate. I mean, on it, this goes for any type of loss. This is just what's personal to us. Mm. So if you guys know of anything and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, yeah, I got this or this helped me. Yeah. Let me know. Slide into, slide into the DMs. Is there any... I know you don't really do social media. Is there anything you want to shout out or plug for yourself? You can say no. I don't think so. You can follow me on Reddit, I guess. (laughs) I am Holly P. I A M H O L L Y P. That's really that's really the only place you'll find me. (laughs) Yeah, well, Reddit. I'm telling you, people, Reddit is a glorious place. It's under, uh, well, I don't want to say it's underrated, but like it's underrated. So it is. Yeah. Go do or it. gaming, I guess. Whatever games you guys have going on, always looking for new games. Yeah. Let us know. Comment, comment yeah. on the video and I'll, and I'll pass it along to Holly and you guys. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can game. Um, all right. Well, if you've listened this far, thanks for coming to our chat. We are in no way licensed professionals, and this is just what we've dealt with and what worked for us. So if you liked this episode or if you like, you know, listening to us talk or at least me talk, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast. I don't really know how that works with podcatchers, but go go do the things. And if you like, want to see wedding photos and a bunch of theme park related content that I post, Go follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Adventures with Stuffers. Adventures, not Avengers. I land in honestly, it gets me screwed up and I say that wrong every time. On Twitter, AsianZing95. I do Twitch stream now again. So twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. I don't really have a set schedule. I kind of just stream when I want to. And if you want to read things that I write and even listen to this podcast on my website, you can, adventureswithstuffers.com. I post tips on theme park-related things, restaurant recommendations, and even I've started posting wedding content. So I'm really just a variety all around. So go listen to that or go visit that website, listen to this podcast. There are 21 other episodes you can listen to. And I will catch you guys hopefully next week with another one of my friends. I hope you have a great day, night, week, month, evening, whenever you're listening to this, wherever you are, just enjoy yourself and take care of yourself and each other. And I'll catch you on the next one. Bye guys. Bye.